Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCrady. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Monday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Barm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here, uh, starting uh, sort of kind of game week, we hope, heading into uh, the Sugar Bowl, Ole Miss, and Baylor New Year's Day night. 7.45 is the earliest the game can start. It could go a little later, depending on the Rose Bowl I saw. So, uh, anyway, sometime around there as uh, we head toward January 1st. Hope you all have a wonderful Christmas, probably still going for some of you, but uh, anyway, we're back here on uh, on Monday. We'll talk about uh, the rules around the game. We'll talk about Ole Miss leaving, not when we first started, or when they first thought they were leaving, and uh, and much more. We've had some bowl cancellations around the country, and what that kind of means moving forward. SEC basketball also beginning this week, Ole Miss in Florida, December 29th from the pavilion here in, uh, in Oxford. So, the reason for the title, people are asking, is because we intended – the plan this morning until last week was we were going to New Orleans today. Yeah. I was going to load the MPW digital pregame show because I wasn't planning to take all of this equipment down with me to New Orleans. We were going to take a mini studio and do audio only podcast was the plan. Yeah, very many. Yeah. We weren't taking all this. No <laughs> No chance. Um, Neil was going to pack this computer up and head it on down with him. So uh, that's what we had planned. And so that's this is not, that is not what that. we had planned. Yeah. We didn't have plans to do a week's What worth is the of, title? Uh, well, this isn't what we planned. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Sorry. People are like, this is ominous. I can only see well this dot, dot, dot. So. Yeah, it's not uh, not meant to be ominous. It's meant to just point out that it was not what was everything intended. has changed, and um, I think it's debatable as to why everything has changed. But now, instead of Ole Miss and Baylor practicing, Ole Miss was supposed to arrive in New Orleans yesterday. Baylor was supposed to arrive today. That's correct. Instead, both teams are arriving on Wednesday. Correct. Yes. So, all the media stuff is Zoom until Saturday night when after the game, at least as of now, there's a little bit of in-person, very little, no no field access. No, no locker room access. No locker room stuff. No uh, no no one-on-ones. Everything is is very locked down. Yeah, and we'll get into what that typically looks like versus what it uh, what it looks like right now as uh, as well. So anyway, so, yeah, uh, that's the reason for the title. Yeah, podcast brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway Six West in Oxford. They uh, still trying to give you some money right now. They do that by just taking your phone out when you're at the pump there at any Blue Sky location in Mississippi, taking a picture of the QR code. That's going to pop up something. You hit a couple buttons, you get ten bucks. You can use it right there on the tank that you are filling up at the moment. Thousand points. 1,000 points equals $10 with the Exxon mobile app. So take advantage of that. And uh, much more lunch specials, 569, two sides of bread, 32-ounce drink, and uh, plenty more there at the Blue Sky and the Oxford Exxon. You can come to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900, 662-257-1900. Um, 
Call that number. Ask for my buddy Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford products you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote, and the rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around, or you can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that is hop into a Clark Ford today. You'll love the product. You'll love the service. Corey wants to be your car guy. He wants to be a truck guy. He'll prove to you what that means when you make the call. 662-257-1900. Guest, join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Be a great place this week if you're getting ready for uh, New Year's celebrations and whatnot. Want to watch the bowl games that are still being played? Some are, some aren't, but the ones that are will be on television. You can Mm -hmm. watch them there at uh, Rafters. Enjoy a burger or a po' boy. Great beer selection, full bar, appetizers, and more at Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford and also in New Albany. Our uh, Sugar Bowl coverage this week is uh, brought to you by the Clearwater Group. We have a lot of listeners who are either business owners or executives for a variety of different companies. And periodically, I know that many of, of them have projects or issues being dealt with by our state legislature or one of the numerous state agencies in Jackson. So no matter what, you have to get it dealt with, and you want to make sure you get the best results possible for your business. So if you need guidance For how to successfully navigate through uh, state government, I recommend you reach out to the Clearwater Group. The Clearwater Group has been working with Chase and me for years. They're in the lobbying business. They have an exceptional reputation in this world, and that really matters. So if you need some guidance on how to move forward on an issue with state government or even larger local governments, you should reach out to them and get their advice. Just email them at austin at clearwatergroup.ms. Again, austin, A-U-S-T-I-N, at clearwatergroup.ms. Dot .ms or look them up on the web at clearwatergroup.ms. Other than uh causing some trouble on Christmas night, you have a good Christmas, everything good? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You cooked, you, cooked, you cooked a hell of a meat dish or two, I saw. Yeah, you had, had some yeah, had some stuff going on. Yeah, we had a good Christmas. Um, it was fun. Um I had to kind of improvise a little bit cuz the the spring on the back of my big green egg broke on Christmas day. You you've had a lot of issues. I've had You've had some egg issues. Yeah, I, I said this on the on the Christmas. Spe- Are you doing something wrong? Mm-mm. Okay. I don't think so. It, it's the first time that I've gotten close to. Moving on. Maybe checking out some of the others. There's yeah. a couple other ones that get mentioned <laughs> a lot that I sometimes think about. So, but, but uh, yeah, I got, uh, I did kind of a beef plate and it was, it was a lot of fun. And it was really good. I think. It wasn't a beef plate. It was a beef platter. There was a lot of beef. Was it was not. It was not a plate That's of true. beef. That's true. Um, it was. It was a lot of beef. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I like grilling and smoking and all that stuff better than most people. And so, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It worked out really well. I think I have figured out the way to do beef tenderloin. I know other people. This is a. a Go on the internet and read about beef tenderloin, and you can see people fighting about how to do beef tenderloin. So I'm not telling you that this is the way. I am telling you that I think for me moving forward, it's going to be my way. I will say you got a little excited even just reciting it yesterday. Like you, you were, you, you, you were. There, there was a there was a certain tenor in your voice, if you will. Yeah, it worked out great. Um, I kind of had a plan, yeah. I executed the plan, and it the results were really good. You know, it's all about process. Everything, process, everything yeah. is not about result, but at the end of the day, it is about result. You didn't make, you didn't go this far, you didn't get this far to make it this far. 
So your only issue is when you open the egg, if you weren't careful, it could all topple over. Yes. And could actually fall over or just fall back and make a loud sound and be kind of weird. Oh, I, I wasn't confident that the dome was officially attached, so I was oh, were you really? super careful. Oh. Had to use, yeah. That's yeah. a problem. Ended up actually, once I got everything seared, I ended up doing moving to the, the gas grill. Oh, did you? And incorporated the oven more than usual. Okay. And moving forward, I want to... I had a little harder time regulating temperature over the weekend, and that's not typically a problem, but I'm wondering... That felt user error. I don't really know what I did, but I was having a really hard time regulating temperature. No, I think a lot of people have that issue. I I, I have some... You got some questions. I, I mean, I do. I mean, I, I think you, you can... You can be number one for a long time and rest on your laurels, <laughs> and I sometimes kind of think that. Yeah. I had the rec tech a couple times and went, hmm, simple. Yeah. Real simple. But not so simple like you're cheating. Like, with all due respect to my buddies that have them, including I, I gave one away, like, the Masterbuilt smoker is too easy. Like, I, I don't feel any accomplishment. I feel like I just stuck some meat in the refrigerator, I hit a couple buttons, and then I moved on. Like, Something in the middle where I know there's precision. Yeah. But at the same time, you did something. Well, and part of the design is for it to be user complicated enough that you have to be out there with it. Now, that's a key. It's kind of like all the COVID tests right before Christmas. And I think that's something with like the Rectech or whatever, because I was... I was making fun of Malloy for using one because he had he had used his his stimulus check on a couple years ago. He admitted on the show, I'm not taking anything. <laughs> and he had bought the he had bought the thing, and I was like, "Yeah, you just got to whatever." And he's like, "Yeah, you know what my accomplishment is? When I get the meat off, it's perfect." And I went, "You know what? Okay, like I, you have a trump card there. You're yeah. playing it. Yeah, okay, sure. we're gonna move on." So it's it's no look. The master build has its place, but a you don't have to stand with it at all. It, there's a remote. So now you have to you never even have to. Well, actually, you're supposed to not look at it. And then two, yeah, there is no interactivity at all. It's just do whatever and move on. So, uh, a couple of things from the stream. Uh, Leif says, "Morning, everyone. Anyone else get a positive pregnancy test for Christmas? No, thank God." Uh, he says, "Yes. The quick math is I'll be 62 when my youngest graduates high school. Congratulations. That's awesome." And uh, Christopher says, "He uh, Neil just wanted to say." That I really enjoy the Christmas night show. Seems like a pretty cool tradition has been started. Yeah, the girls were really excited about it. It was a lot of fun. Um, we had a stream issue. I should have reset the computer before I did it. Uh, Skype, when you took a call. and caused some problems. When the call, when you ended the call, for whatever reason, Ecamm wanted to end the stream. Oh, really? So That's not good. We got it fixed, but it was fine. Okay. Um. I said it was fine. I woke up the next morning and found out that some people, at least one person, thought it wasn't fine. Oh, oh well. Yeah, sure. sure. Yes. Very frustrated. Very, very frustrated. Yeah, and... You want to save it or you want to do it now? No, like, we'll we, do we, it. we got stuff. Do you want to, you, you want to go or no, you we'll want to do wait? it later. We'll do it you later. We'll do it later. Okay. Uh, Kyle, good morning. Yeah, Thanks good morning, for Kyle. Thank you. Um, <laughs> all right, real quick, because I'm kind of scatterbrained. All right, some bowls have been canceled. Um, Fenway Bowl's canceled. Fenway Bowl's canceled. Military Bowl is canceled. Sun Bowl. Sun Bowl. Miami, Virginia. Wouldn't it be super simple right now? Because Washington State is in El Paso. Wouldn't it be super simple to call SMU and go, hey, fellas. Yeah. Go to El Paso and play them. Yeah. New Year's Eve. Yeah. Game scheduled to be played at... (laughs) 
11 a.m. on New Year's Eve. Yeah. So what? what you got time? We'll help you out. We'll get you over there. It's yeah, all good. Yeah, yeah. Watch some film. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Have a beer. Yeah. Run some plays. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't? Couldn't you do that? They don't appear to be willing to do that. Is no. it because fans may not head over at all because they've already paid all the? Because look, here's where it sucks, and here's where I am kind of pissed off for people. Sure, is fans are screwed in this when of it course. happens this close. They've made all these hotel reservations, they've mm-hmm. made dinner reservations, they've made travel things that aren't always refundable. I mean, you've got fans that are out a ton of money from an actual thing that they are not attending. And then two, taking up for the fan a little bit here, you're asking the fans to do a lot of damn shit right now. Mm-hmm. NILs and tickets and all these different things that are going on at different schools depending on the size of the school and what's going on. Yep. And now, I look, if you have an actual medical thing, okay, great. We're, we're, nobody's saying, hey, go whatever. But some teams are ducking here. There are teams strictly ducking, using a lot of different reasons for excuses to not play big games. And who you're actually screwing is your fan base at this point. And it's kind of ridiculous. Sort of where I'm sitting this morning. Yeah, Ginger asked a question. Will anyone miss those bowls? It's not really – and the answer to your question is no. Any more than – look, there's only two games that really matter. I mean, if we're just being right down to the nitty-gritty on this, only two games have ramifications. Is that fair? Sure. Cincinnati versus Alabama has has a ramification. Well, those are the only two that are changing any structure to the sport. Yeah. They're the only uh, two yeah, that have sure. ramifications. Yes. Yeah, I didn't say it out loud, Will, but yes. So, does anyone miss the Sun Bowl? No. But the Miami fan who spent $1,500 to get over there does. The Washington State team is in El Paso. Yeah. Memphis was in Hawaii. Yeah, that was wrong. Hawaii. Less than 24 hours before the freaking kickoff. And so Hawaii did that because what? See, see, I, I'm i not telling you you're wrong. I'm, I'm willing to have this conversation because I don't know that I'm right either. Okay. So I'm not dug in here with my heels. Okay. But when – and you weren't necessarily talking about Hawaii when I you wasn't. said this. I know nothing about the Hawaii program. But when people go, well, Hawaii just was ducking Memphis – there's no reason for Hawaii to duck Memphis. It's 25 hours, four hours before the game. They're already at home anyway. What difference does it make? You're just and nobody cares. Nobody will ever remember who won the Hawaii Bowl. The one thing that will now be remembered about the Hawaii Bowl was the – who was the sponsor? It was like – hold on, I got Easy, it. Yeah. Easy Post or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. They sent a media guy over to do social media, and he went to the empty stadium at the time of the game and did social media for about four hours, and it was really funny. Which is fine. Yeah, kudos to him. I mean, he got, or her, whoever it was. It was funny. I think it was a guy because I saw a picture of him. But what are you, what's that about? I mean, why do you do that? Why do you do that? Why the day before a game are you doing the, oh, you know what, we, we, we've got some COVID issues. When, from what I've read, they really didn't have any COVID issues. What is that about? I don't know. I have no clue. My problem with what A&M did, because Grind mentions that we've got so many players, I, I'm so sick of, hey, here's the number of players we got available when a large number of it is opt-outs and transfers. That's a, As Richard said on Zipper Talk the other day when I was driving, that's a you problem. That's not an us problem. No, 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 absolutely. That's, that, that's your fault. That should not impede what you are doing at this at, at this point. And Texas A&M, and A&M is, is getting a reputation because A&M could have played Ole Miss last season. 
on the original date that the game was canceled. Yeah, they were just going to play a, a different yeah. quarterback. Oh, A&M did not play that game against Ole Miss because Kellen Mond was unavailable. That is why they did not play and that game. And here's the thing. Would it really have mattered? Would it really have mattered if, if A&M had played Ole Miss last year and lost? Would, would anything have changed? No. Nothing. It cost A&M $8 million per Ross Bjork. That's my source. Okay. So would anything have changed if Ole Miss had won that game? No. Other than some bragging rights between a fan base. But beyond that, which is not a big deal, beyond that, nothing would have changed. So A&M was supposed to play where? When? Gator Bowl. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. So Texas A&M, 10 days before that game, says we can't play. And no one holds – and this is my thing. This is why I'm, I'm, I'm very critical of media here. Mm-hmm. Because as long as you just say, hey, COVID – it's it's the catch all. It's the get out of jail free card. Media go okay. Oh, cool. Oh yeah. Oh, you're you're compassionate. You're being responsible. You're telling me Texas A and M couldn't have sent forty five players over to Jacksonville to play a bowl game. And 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 would anyone have does if A and M beats Wake Forest, does it change the projection of their program? No. If A and M loses to Wake Forest, does it change the projection of their program? No. But what about the Wake Forest fans? who Wake Forest doesn't go to a New Year's Day or New Year's Eve bowl routinely. What about the Wake Forest fans? That I don't care if someone goes, well, only 200 of them. Okay, well, then I'm going to stand up for those 200 people. Yeah, sure. Who and instead of getting A&M and being all pumped, you play a 5-6 and six Rutgers team yeah, or whatever well, the hell they are, 5-7 Rutgers. And seven Rutgers. Thank goodness they at least got to play a game. I mean, kudos to Greg Schiano and Rutgers for going, hey, we'll play. Brett Bielema at Illinois, we'll play. Yeah, sure. Find us a spot. We'll, we'll – We'll reconvene and we'll figure it out and we'll go down and play a football game because at the end of the day, it's just a bowl game. No one's ever going to remember who won the Gasparilla Bowl. No one. That's not what bowls are for. This is my problem with a lot of what's going as we get into it in a minute with the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, when, uh, go ahead. The, my problem with it is that bowls, by definition, are rewards Yes. for the players, for the coaches, for the fans. Their rewards. The Central Michigan Boise State Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl has no ramifications. No one cares. There is no punishment for Central Michigan if it loses. <laughs> it's a bowl game. It's not a playoff game. It's a bowl game. And so when you start canceling games that you probably could have played, and you use the great catch-all excuse, and I do think that's what it is. At some point, there's a credibility thing, and at some point you need to sit, I think you should sit back and say, no, what are we accomplishing here? Yeah, there's a couple of levels to that. Uh, that's actually good. We're going to go to break because I don't want to get caught in a topic in a second, and I'll actually remember what I was going to say. Um, but... Gig makes a good point in the chat. He goes, I'd have been angry if Pitt had canceled the Birmingham Bowl in 2013. It was a meaningless game. Yeah, Ole Miss fans would have been freaking livid. Of good course. example. Of course. Get back to the game. You got a game. And he goes, yeah. I'm yeah, of course. Been deflating. So Wake Forest had a really nice year. Their their reward was they were going to get to – and they're still going to get to play, but their reward was the, the, the Gator Bowl. It's a reward for the players. You go down and you spend a week at the bowl site and you practice in weird places and you do all that stuff and you hang out with your teammates. And for a lot of guys, this is the end, Chase. This is the end of the road. This is as far as you go. So what you got that last week, hang out with your buddies that you've 
the season started in January. I mean, let's be clear here. Ole Miss is going to play, hopefully, on New Year's night. They'll split up on the second. They'll reconvene in Oxford sometime around the 15th, and it's go time. Yeah. I mean, they'll go through off-season workouts, spring, more off-season workouts, summer of waking up at 5 in the morning to run your ass off at 6 and then go lift and all that stuff, fall camp, 12 games, all so that you can earn a reward at the end. Mm -hmm. Well, when you start taking the reward away, it's kind of – it's. I don't know. Defeat some of the purpose to me. I mean, like if I'm if I'm an SMU player today, that's it. So that's how it ends. We're supposed to play this game. That's the conclusion. Yeah, and not have, not the game. Let's have the week. Let's have the event. Right. Yeah. It's not the game. It's not the game. The yeah. game's for the fans. Yeah. The week. The week is for the players. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm winning, losing games. I don't think the national media goes. You know what? Ole Miss is 12 and two in their last 14 bowl games. No, my God! No. Look at look look at the rebels. They got the best bowl winning percentage in the country. No, no nobody knows that. You, you, even a lot of Ole Miss fans. Yeah, don't nobody know knows that. that. Right? It's, that's not how it works. No. <laughs> so, podcast brought to you in part by Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis, so you're getting local underwriting and understand your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at six six two two three four two seven zero four or J L O W E at communitymtg.com. We're also brought to you by Walk-On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, quality fresh ingredients you can't help but crave. 1737B University Avenue in Oxford and 720 Highland Colony Parkway in Ridgeland. Walk-On Sports Bistro, more than a restaurant. If you want to bet on some of the bowl games that do get played, I highly recommend uh, Bro Throw. It's a social sports betting network, free to use. It's a really cool, fun way to bet. No third party, so there's no juice. Over time, that's going to save you money. You can start your own group, make friends, invite your friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more. Bet.brothrow.com. Uh, we're also brought to you by uh, Muddy Water Camo. If you're looking for it's supposed to get it's hot this week. Yep. Saturday, it's supposed to get cold. There are actually some snow flurries in the forecast for Sunday. So if you're headed out uh, hunting or whatever the case may be, you want to make sure that you've got all the the gear that you need, go to muddywateroutdoors.com. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE. Get 35% off any products from the site. Free shipping on orders of $100 or more. As far as I know, the holiday 2021 sale is still going on at Dead Soxie, 25% off any order with the code Rebel Grove, thirty percent off any order with the code uh, Holiday Thirty. If you order one hundred twenty dollars or more, if you order two hundred and forty dollars or more, you get forty percent off with Holiday Forty as your code. Free shipping on orders of sixty dollars or more at DeadSoxy.com. And uh, it's still the holiday season. Christmas has come and gone, but New Year's parties right around the corner. You got bowls, NFL playoffs, all that stuff. So you want to make sure you're ready. With Game Changer Patch Company, they help you prepare. They're the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for the next play. It's GameChangerPatch.com. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase.
podcast is all bro- also brought to you by GNM Pharmacy and Tyson Drugs. GNM there on South Lamar in Oxford, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and they offer medicine to fear prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. So one trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, and you have everything you need when you need it there with GNM. So your community pharmacy choice, 662-236-2222. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it was your point. And I'll, I'll let you kind of take it. I'll set it up. But we're doing all this all week. It's all on Zoom, um, except, as you mentioned in the open, after the game. Well, what is the difference after the game? It, it is that the game is actually over, and at that point it is irrelevant. Um, to the Sugar Bowl, at least, whether um, anyone does any Are you saying that the Sugar Bowl is not concerned about the – the health of the student athletes and coaches after the game is over? Those are your words. I'm saying that it's a little fishy when you look at the schedule and that everything all week long is video. There's nothing in person whatsoever, including head coach press conferences with somebody at a podium that is going to be the same distance or even or even farther away in that conference room the way it's set up because we've all been to these bowls and we know how far they are. Mm-hmm. Versus the post-game after the game when the head coach is in person and two players are in person mm-hmm. for each team. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, it's okay to do the in-person. And the only difference is the game has already been played at that point. That is maybe well, the most tangible thing to this entire situation. Look, I, I'm, I'm trying to cover all the bases here. Okay. It's possible. Hold on. You, you've got a reason for this? I, 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 listen. There's okay. science. It is possible that they have determined that the air quality – inside the Superdome media area is better from a filtration standpoint than it is at the uh, Marriott. Marriott Warehouse District. Correct. Maybe they have determined that if you put people together in the Marriott, the air system is such that it's a, it's a, a, a freaking breeding ground. But if you do it in the, in the Superdome where the air is super, thus the moniker Superdome, it's safe. Er. Okay. Okay. Or it's possible that they feel like Friday is going to be closer to the peak than Saturday night. That by Saturday night, conditions would have deteriorated to a point where it would not be quite as dangerous. But only if it's a player and two, two players and a coach. If you were to go to three players, well, now that's why they're doing the excess players on Zooms. I'm just saying that that defeats the entire argument of the week, in, in my opinion, is when you change the rules for when the game Of course it does. It's over, all insanity. It makes no sense. It's like the whole thing about the players reporting to Oxford and Waco instead of New Orleans. If you're on planes, I mean, someone's got to help me here. It's I mean, actually an additional plane. Because now you've got to get together as a team and fly. If you're on a plane on the 26th of December, which was uh, from the pictures yesterday, a, a mass chaos day at airports all over the country. If you're on a plane flying to Memphis or on a plane flying to New Orleans from a quote exposure standpoint, aren't you equally aren't the in the risk basically the same? I mean it's sort of like a hodgepodge of risk, I'm I'm guessing, sure. right? I mean, so what's the difference? People say, well, you know, if you, you can't control them in New Orleans. All right, couple things. Yes, you can, because they're all in the same hotel. You can do bed checks and everything. If you think that they're not going to do anything in Oxford, you've either never been a college kid, never been around a college kid, or just don't understand human nature. 
Funkies is going to be open tonight. Rafters is going to be open tonight. I'm sure there are other bars in Oxford that I don't even know exist. The libraries. They'll probably, all be open. They're going to be open, yeah. and people can go in and, and congregate and see one another and socialize, which is kind of what college people do. My kids have been home since, I don't know, a week, two weeks? No, one week. They've gone out every night to do something. That's just what kids do. So just because these kids happen to throw footballs or catch footballs or run fast or jump high doesn't mean that they're not like other college kids. Well, they're no, they're going mean, to go out. John Doe did not put it on a certain player. I mean, you and I talked through this example of the day, how easy this happens of, hey, you bored? Yeah, I'm bored. No more practice for the day. Mommy, school, work, whatever. Hey, you want to go watch that game? Hey, yeah, I want to watch that game. Yeah. Meet you at Funky's 645. All right, yeah, yeah. Suddenly you have a pizza and you got three beers and you tax came and hey, Jane Doe showed up and suddenly you're, I hey, mean, a, you know what I mean? A like, bunch of guys just, are meeting at wherever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, yeah. We'll walk over there in a Yeah, and you got practice the next morning, but. It'll be all right. Well, yeah. They ain't killing them. No, I mean, not now. Yeah. This isn't training camp. <laughs> I mean, nobody, nobody the night before one of these practices goes, listen, man. Tomorrow morning. You have a beer right now, and you're going to regret this in the morning. No, no, no. This isn't. You're going to run around for a minute. You're going to do a little stretching. They're going to run some plays. Yeah. Have a meeting or two. They're not going to hit. No. <laughs> Nobody's doing any. If you're doing any conditioning, it's very light. I mean, the, the the hay has never been more in the barn than it is right now. So all you do when you do Period this. Period two, Oklahoma drills. So all you do when you do this, and I'm not criticizing Lane Kiffin. I'm not criticizing Dave Aranda. I'm not criticizing anybody. But all you do when you do this is just say we really didn't want to go down there that early. My opinion. Because look around the country. Iowa flew to um, – they reported to Orlando yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, Alabama reported to Dallas. They went ahead and did it. Nick Saban's like, no, it's all good. I'd rather have my players in one spot. Michigan I, had just shown yesterday. Georgia was in the air yesterday. They did press conferences yeah. this morning. I Arkansas saw. reported to uh, to Tampa. Yeah, I, I don't I mean, know it, of any other schools other than Ole Miss and Baylor that have taken this option. It's, I if, if, if there are more, I'm just not aware of. I it. don't. You know, I mean, I mean, I don't get it. Frankly, it's okay. I mean, all but who who loses in this? Only one group loses in it. The players. The players. They lose that opportunity to have that week. And it's not like it's going to be game-changing that they go ride some go-karts and have the steak-eating contest. But it's cool. It's neat. It's part of the process. It's, it's part of the reward. Thank you. It's, you just, it, it, you it's just part said the, of the You just said the word. Deal. You just said the word. It's part of the reward. It's part of the memory for a lot of these guys. Like I don't have the roster in front of me. For a lot of these guys, this is the end of their careers. Yeah. I had that week in New Orleans. It wasn't that the one event was awesome or whatever. No, it was no, that it was I had the week in New Orleans. To hang out with your buddies. Yeah. So if we're going to really make this about COVID, is there a difference between hanging out in New Orleans and hanging out at Funky's or Rafters or the library or whatever bar that I'm leaving out because I'm not a college kid who lives in Oxford. The annex or I don't know. Sure, whatever. Places. Is there really a difference? I mean, I'm not saying them out loud. So uh, no free advertising. But yeah, that's what you mean. Uh, I mean, is there a difference? No. That's my thing. That's all I'm saying. Just kind of has a funny sound to it. And when people go, well, we just thought it would be safe, safer. In what way? 
Yeah. And if you ask that question, you're a jerk. Because look, the team, in what way was it safer? The guys yeah, that are down there, it. they want to play the game together. They want to get that last time. You get whatever. But like Ole Miss is not walking in the Superdome going, "Oh my God, we're finally playing in an NFL arena." They do that, like, yeah, no, I mean, of course not. That, that. No, Matt Corral's not going to have extra juice because he's in the he's in the Superdome. No, no. But it's not really about Matt Corral. Yeah. Frankly, it's about it's about the walk on linebacker who played scout team all year. Or even a dude like Jalen Jones that's been around forever and finally getting this one. Yeah, Jalen's not going in the first round of the draft. Yeah, dude has been hanging around since 16. He went through all the hell. Yeah. And this is his first bowl that wasn't the Outback thing last yeah. year. So that's all you took away. You didn't, you didn't mitigate the risk of COVID at all. So Jalen, instead of flying from Houston to New Orleans, flew from Houston to Memphis. He did. Okay. I mean, there's no difference. Yeah, like 12 you're, minutes one way or the other. You're on a plane is my point. Mm-hmm. So luck of draw as to the people on your plane and how yeah, sick sure. they may be. But again, then you're all congregating as a team getting on another plane. And then you get, in, and then you get into the, the thing that, for whatever reason, we in the media just won't talk about. Ole Miss's team is 100% vaccinated, Chase. That's correct. Most of them, and I do mean the overwhelming majority, are boosted. So what's the point? And we haven't had a show. Maybe you mentioned this on Christmas. The reason this all even started for the most part was that the international players had to test to get back into their countries for Christmas. Right, and I don't know, and, come, and I don't know how many. What I, I got, and I don't know whether they went to Canada or not. Yeah, um, I don't know if they had to come back because they were positive, or at least one was positive. I have no clue. Yeah, I don't know. But that was because some people going, "Oh God, why are you testing?" It wasn't that Ole Miss just decided to have a bunch of tests that day. They had to do it to get home. But then so, they ended up testing. I think the whole roster was it the whole roster. I don't. They tested a lot of people because at that point they got into the contact whatever whatever, whatever. I guess cuz like I'm not going to run through it here and we're going to we got other crap I guess but like and it, and I told Neil it was outdated but it's worth reading Dellinger's story from a few days ago because it was discussing the NCAA trying to figure out what they were going to recommend or what they were trying to put in place for not not the bowls but just college athletics and how to move forward right now and there is such a disagreement that you've got a huge section that says because of the lack of seriousness in the variant from a hospitalization standpoint, you should relax, kind of like the NFL did, to make sure you get games in. And then there's another group that says because the transmissibility is so high, you should lock down like early 2020. And these two sides are fighting like hell against one another. Inside the NCAA. Uh, Inside the doctors that are trying to pitch to the NCAA, which direction gotcha. to go? Yes, that is that 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 is correct. Um, I mean, it was it was it was fairly fascinating, and as Dellinger pointed out, like a lot of things, is going to it's going to come down to conference lines and one league doing one thing, other leagues doing something else, and then you're stuck right there. Well, the, there's a lot of pressure on the Greg Sankeys of the world to look concerned. But like right now, to look vigilant. Right now, the SEC's policies are far more lax than the Pac-12. Yeah, I mean, as expected. Yeah, but they are. So, yeah. Again, it's worth the read. Don't get caught up in some of the semantics because it's already moved on and it, it's outdated and obsolete in some ways. But it was interesting from a thought process on where it was, uh, where it was going at that point. 
Uh, Ole Miss, as far as I know, is still leaving sometime on the 29th. They will get down on the, on, before the 30th for whatever that looks like. I've um, heard they're leaving late on the 29th. Okay. And I would buy that. The rule allowed them to only be on site for two days prior to game day. And I'm assuming that meant they had to take part in the normal schedule two days. Thus, you leave on the 29th, do the 30th, 31st. Right. And then play on the 1st. That is the way I... That's so, the way I interpreted that. So you'll get on a Zoom call in New Orleans as opposed to a Zoom call in Oxford. That's correct, yes. Um, we'll see if more bowls gets canceled. The, the the head of the bowl committee or the whole bowl association, or I don't know, the dude that's over all the bowls. I didn't even know that job existed. It apparently either. does. There is there is a dude over all the bowls, and he was he was very annoyed. He was very frustrated by the policies currently in place. Um, sure. As somebody said it, I forget what media member it was. It was like it was almost like we don't have somebody who runs college football because you just got all these different hodgepodges that do things instead of going, "Hey, here's the deal," and then you you move forward. Um, but it's what makes this week weird for us. Like I had someone say, "Man, just write about football." It's like, okay, but you you can't just write about football. The schedule literally was changed because of COVID. Well, no, I mean because it went to Zoom and maybe anyway. I mean, this morning Georgia, I said, has already had their press conferences. I was reading through Dash and some other people yeah. that were on them, and, and it was Zoom, right? It was yeah, it was Dan Lanning and Jordan Davis and somebody else. I don't remember who the other player was, and it was a lot of just, hey, well, are you guys vaccinated? Are you worried? Are you going to be all right? You going to play the game? You like? And it wasn't like a, even a health thing. It was a logistical, can you get the game played thing. But I mean, it was a lot of damn questions about it. Um, I mean, it was essentially the entire press conference was that, and then to, and then asking Dan Lanning, "How are you flipping back and forth between right. Oregon and Georgia?" And he had a good point that actually, because they're three hours different time zones, he has a longer day and can do some morning and some afternoon, and it's not that difficult. Sure. Um, yes, the, the, the college football does need a czar. They do. Yeah. Not just a bull czar, an overall czar. Yeah. Or you could just stop some of the shenanigans and you could have a Super League and you could have a 12-team playoff and have a commissioner and call it a day. We still have a czar. He'd be the czar. He'd be the commissioner. It's fine. Because not every NFL owner agreed probably with Goodell's decision. No. But but most. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah. But nobody went, hey, no. No, just, this is the deal. Yeah, no, forward. once you move forward, you move forward. Sure. I think you and I both expect the game to be played, but I'd be really worried to put my my finances on it. Yeah, I mean, I think you and I said I said eighty percent, probably about fair. maybe even a little more than that. Yeah, I mean, I would be fairly shocked, but I'm not going to a hundred. Because all it takes is just a little bit of stuff. And did then, you go to a hundred for any bowl game? No. Okay. Even the playoffs. No, and and I'm a cynic. I just know there's pressure on these people to. Look more concerned than you actually are, and that sometimes those the desire for those appearances takes you into no man's land. Nobody on the Virginia football team is deathly ill; they're not. It was Miami, Virginia, and Boston College that were the teams yeah. with the issue. Boston College is one hundred percent vaccinated. They've been the most aggressive with all this of any team in the country. Yeah. They, they they had mandatory vaccinations. Hell, maybe even in the spring. They it's did. been a yeah, it's been a long yeah, they're, time. They're one hundred percent. I think the entire team is boosted. Yeah, 
I think so. And too. you're doing this. This so this is either you just didn't want to play. At which point, why didn't you just say that originally? Because you could have declined a bowl bid. It's an invitation to play in the bowl. It's not a mandate. The bowl invites you. You have the option to say no. When you ask the girl out, she can say, no, I don't want to. You're, you're hideous. That's allowed. might hurt your feelings, but it is allowed. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to play in the bowl, say, no, no, we're good. We don't really want to play in the bowl. We don't want to play in the military bowl. We're just going to we're going to close up shop and call it a day. Okay. Yeah. We had a good year. Had a, had a year. Wasn't what we all anticipated, but we had a year and we're going to end it. We're good. Been a been a long slog. We're going to go enjoy the holiday, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, peace out. Yeah. Instead, they say, "Oh, yeah, we'll play. Bring on East Carolina. Let's do it." And then something provokes them to start some testing process and all of a sudden, no, we don't have enough. Can't do it. Sorry, East Carolina. Your season ended. You just didn't know it. <clears throat> you thought you had earned a reward. You didn't. That's that's all I'm saying. Well, it's kind of like what A&M did. I mean, and I get it, it's one of the higher, compared to some of these other ones we're talking about, it's been the highest profile bowl to be canceled at this point. But it's also the highest payout. And, again, this is not a huge number, but – A&M pulling out of that game cost every SEC team $150,000, give or take. Yeah. I mean, it's not nothing. I I, mean, I'd heard $200,000, but whatever. It's A&M's travel taken out of $2.5 million and then divided in 15 shares because every team gets one and the SEC gets one. So it's – Yeah, again, it's not life-changing money for the SEC. It paid some salaries. But it's money. Yeah, I mean, it's not nothing. Yeah, no, $200,000 at Ole Miss probably – Goes a long way inside the. Vibe. He had a rule in place where he said A and M, hey, you're going to get docked two and a half million for doing that. Yeah, they might have said, hey, ah, you know what? Let's okay. go play. Yeah, let's figure. Maybe it out. not, but maybe. Let's yeah. let's figure it out. I mean, they get to A and M. That's like point two percent of their budget, but still. So what motivates them to duck the game? What motivates Virginia to duck the game? Boston College. What's what is it that what is it that they're doing? I don't know. I mean, I mean, that's what I wonder. I mean, is it a big deal to Boston College that they lose to East Carolina? I mean, does anybody? I no, mean, no, no, no. Does that I think shape for the most anything, part, what it, is it? No, I think for the most part, it's it's decisions made at least with some public health, public health measures in mind. I do. But yeah. Most of them. A and M is the only one where I just don't. I I, I just have my doubts. Oh, I do too. For whatever reason, it's reputation at this point. Right, well, wrong, or because of last year. Yeah. Yeah. You go. Come on. And also, when I get it's the PR move, and I get almost every school would do this, I'm not even necessarily criticizing. But when Ross puts out the statement and includes all the transfers and the opt-outs and everything else in his number that's unavailable, I find that disingenuous. I actually found it ingenuous because he's admitting it. Then I, where my criticism is, where's the people that go in and go, so this isn't about COVID? So why'd you, so again, why did you accept the bid? Yeah. Why didn't? Why couldn't you have just told when the Gator Bowl called and said, "Hey, we'd love to invite you guys to sunny Jacksonville for a week of sun and surf and blah 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 blah." Why didn't someone go? No, and nah, I we're good. Nah, we. I don't know if you guys noticed, but we lost to Mississippi State and Arkansas and Calzada's in the portal. Ole Miss and Calzada's in the portal, and Jimbo needs to watch another episode of Yellowstone. We, we this just isn't going to happen. 
we're good. Thank you for the invitation, but we're going to pass. Instead, by using the word COVID, it's the media goes, oh, can't touch that. Mm-hmm. Instead, everybody does this, gosh, good luck. I hope everyone is okay. Yes, everyone's okay. Which part of everyone's been okay have you missed? Yeah. This is where I lose my mind on this thing. And if it does, where does it ever end? Yeah, just got my doubts. A and M, at least. I don't know. The other ones, I feel like it's 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 it is it is something with at least some public health in mind. But I don't know. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark N E S P A R C dot com. Two packages: the Ignite, the one hundred Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world class broadband. That's N E Spark dot com six six two two three eight three one five nine. Phone services available. Parental controls, network security, a wireless mesh extender, and much more. Call the office for details. And again, get the best internet around. 662-238-3159. Brought to you by ACS. It's owned and operated by Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. Automation Control Systems LLC is a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. They can custom tailor software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and much more. It's ACSLLCMS.com or 662-601-4381. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate's based out of Jackson. They service the entire state in all commercial asset classes, such as retail, office, industrial, and land. They've got properties such as Paragon Center in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Uh, it's, it's located on Highland Colony Parkway, minutes from the new Costco, Walk-On Sports Bistro, I-55, if you want to learn more about Paragon, more about some of the uh, uh, commercial asset uh, developments that they have, get in touch with Sam Cox, B.B. Mitchell, 601-586-3220. Also brought to you by our friends at Blue Delta Jeans. I know that the holiday is gone, but it's not the last time that you'll be giving gifts. You have birthdays, Valentine's Day coming up, all of that. You can still go to uh, BlueDeltaJeans.com and uh, you can... Get a video gift card. It's a gift card with a built-in video screen. You purchase the gift card. Blue Delta will help you record a personalized message and upload the video card for you. It's a great concept, great presentation, perfect gift for a single person or a group of employees. It's BlueDeltaJeans.com to purchase or shoot the guys a DM on social media, and they'll get you taken care of. Also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry. Again, we just mentioned Valentine's Day. That's now right around the corner. That's how this kind of happens. It comes at you fast. 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area for more than 73 years. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, uh, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. And we're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services, it was Christmas Day, and we noticed that the upstairs unit wasn't doing exactly what it needed to be doing mm-hmm. here on in Balmy, Mississippi. And um, I called it. I sent Eric a text, just like, hey, can I get on your list for next week? And he was like, hey, we can send somebody out there tomorrow. And I was like, no, no, it's all good. Don't, I don't want you doing that. But that's the kind of service that you yep. get from Comer. They will take care of you. And that's anybody. You. It's not, not just, just me. Yeah, it's not just me. Not just me. So if you live in Oxford, Tupelo, that area, uh, get in touch with Comer. If you live in uh, Hernando, Memphis, that area, get in touch with the people at Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Customer service means a ton to them. 
Comer six six two eight zero one one seven seven seven. Southern is six six two four two nine forty four twenty nine. The College Corner is your one stop Rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet in Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to collegecornerstore.com. dot com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or home gating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day with the largest selection of Rebel gear in Central Mississippi. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle. Martin and I did a Mind on My Money on a Thursday. We'll do another one this Thursday, kind of a year in review. Uh, look ahead to 2022 from a financial standpoint. Uh, you can learn more about the people at Pinnacle at mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. I guess that's brought to you by Nick's Tan and Associates. That's nickstanoxford.com, 662-281-1200 for all your real estate needs here in the Oxford area, the buy side, the sell side. I've used them multiple times. Give them a chance as well. That's nickstanoxford.com, 662-281-1200. Grian, thanks for the super chat. He says for getting the, the trivia question right on the uh, on the Christmas show. He said he forgot to send it that night. It's all good. It was a fun show. It would have been a lot more fun if we hadn't lost the stream that one time, but it was still a lot of fun. What was the trivia question? I don't remember. I may have had some alcohol that day. Maybe. Maybe a lot of it. It was a good day for Game Changer Patches. They work? Yeah, they work. (laughs) 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 They they really do. They work. Because the day that starts... Because you tested them like all the way out. Like you've had a lot of tequila, maybe a bottle and a half of champagne. I mean, you know, the whole deal. Like see what The day that starts with mimosas... And then includes beer, and then bourbon, and then red wine. I mean, that's that's a recipe. That's a cocktail, if you will. I mean, that can get you if you're not prepared. That's true. You also kind of forget how much you've had. Like, over the course of the day, it's like, oh. Yeah, you just don't think about it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Did y'all have a good Christmas? Yeah, busy. Um, a little tired. Carly Ann get all all the things she wanted to get. Uh, mostly. Um, was Santa busy putting stuff together the night before? No, no, no. It was streamlined the hell out of that. Was done by like literally everything out, including stocking, in like ten minutes. Oh, no, no, no. There was some pre stuff done, like really organized from that standpoint. Went went swimmingly well. So when Santa came down the chimney, he just. Oh, I mean, just he just magic. Had to just, yeah, boom. yeah, no, yeah, like all, cool. all, all, all done. Like no, no, no issues at all there. Also slept in. Oh, good. Um, she did not get up until eight twenty-five. Wow. Yeah, people tell me I, that that's insane. That's not normal. Did I don't put know. something in her. No, there was no, there was no codeine or anything that that, that knocked her out. She was late getting to bed, but wasn't like, it was like eight twenty. Wasn't like a late night Benadryl or something. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Didn't, didn't, didn't drug her this time. Sometimes that has to be done. Well, some of it is like the worry of not letting the child catch Santa. Like that's the that's the worry. Well, sure. And but no, so fast. Like hey, whatever. Because I mean, look. I mean, even if he comes down at like ten thirty. Oh God, look how fast Santa was. All right, cool. Like it was up by eight forty. I mean, it was done. Well, I mean, I was following the Santa tracker. You were. Yeah, he was. He was in. He was in the U.S. around 10 o'clock. That's about right. That, mm-hmm. how, long does it take, how long does it take him to get the country done? 
I mean, it appeared to be a couple of hours to get it all done in the U.S. Okay. I mean, cats everywhere. Like, you wake up on Christmas Eve, and he's already been to, like, Australia and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's already rolling. That's true. Um, I, I want to touch this quickly, and then we'll just kind of hit some other random stuff. No, I, yeah, I jumped fine. around. No, it's all. I mean, yeah, because the December 27th podcast is the one that everybody's going to judge us on. <laughs> um, Top 10 coaches in the country. I was going to point out this list. Lane Kiffin for next season is what, like 725? Is that right? I've got his term sheet, but I don't have it. Yeah, 725. Three, something like that, whatever. So the top ten highest paid coaches in the country headed into 2022 because it obviously jumps and moves around a little bit. I mean, Dan Mullen was on this list just a few months ago. Mm-hmm. My, how things change. Uh, Ryan Day is number ten at seven point six million. So that is where you got to get to start the top ten. So okay. Lane is going to be somewhere eleven to fifteen ish. And frankly, Lane probably has a better compensation um, escalator package than most coaches. When you get when you get a hundred grand for beating Georgia Tech, yeah, it's a pretty good situation in your contract. You get two hundred. He's 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 guaranteed close to two hundred thousand just off season tickets. Yeah, I mean he's making eight. Yeah, you get up into seven six seven seven pretty damn quick when you're when, yeah. you, when you're going through it. Yeah. Um. So Ohio State seven six Mario Cristobal new head coach at Miami eight million is the number they ended up paying Cristobal yep. in Miami. Yep. Um. James Franklin at Penn State he is a, he is at eight and a half million. At sure. this point. Pretty good. Yeah. He is tied with uh, Dabo Sweeney. So far, James is the one where you go, ooh. Yeah. I mean, I think we'll get on down the list in a second. But for now, that's the one. Actually, this is the one. Nine million bucks to David Shaw at Stanford. Ooh. Who's his agent? I mean. Someone's did, someone did a job. That's cooking right there now. Nine million for David Shaw. I do think David Shaw's a much better coach than the numbers indicate. Winning at he is a really good coach. Winning at Stanford right now today is very hard. Yeah, no, he's a hell of a coach. I, I do think he's a good coach. Yeah, yeah. I don't actually like if David win. Shaw picked up the phone and called almost M- damn McCrady you yeah. and said, "Hey, I kind of want to be your head coach." We'll I'd talk be like, about it. Hey, um, yeah, meet can we, me can in. We, can we meet somewhere? Yeah, meet me in Dubuque, and we'll see what yeah. happens. Yeah, Jimbo nine million dollars for next season. Yep. Mel Tucker nine and a half million off one season. Again, I. Credit to Mel Tucker, and when I look at Michigan State, I go, really? Jimmy Sexton's really good at what he does. Yeah. Brian Kelly, $9.5 million, LSU. Yep. Nick Saban, they do a lot of funny money, so his number is higher than this. He's listed at number two in the country at $9.9 million. He's making more He than makes that. more than $9.9 million. Yeah. And he's underpaid. For sure. Um, And then number one, Lincoln Riley, just over 10. Yeah. So that is the uh, – and everybody makes fun of Lincoln, and he looks at everybody and goes, come on. <laughs> I mean, fight on. Look at me. I mean, I told you, it was the most unintentional comedy ever of him getting on the airplane to fly to L.A. from Norman, and our, our buddies would carry in Sooner Scoop. They had put the video out. And they're wearing the Oklahoma stuff still to the airport. Like, you got the OE on the front of the car or whatever. And you know, like, they got on the plane and just started pulling pullovers off sure. and doing the whole deal. And it's... Mercenaries. Just change the logo on the chest and here's off the new pitch. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I mean... Everybody uh, makes fun of him and I don't get it. I mean, he, he won. He won. He walks away from losing Bedlam and 48 hours later, he's making $10 million. That's a victory. I mean, 
that's that's getting it done. So, you know, I mean, and with that comes a lot of pressure. You're expected to win and win immediately. That's why, frankly, out of that list, I now come away from this going, and let me finish this point before he loses their mind. Is the best job in the country, Texas A&M? You get $9 million. There's not a ton of expectation, really. But there is. They just don't hit it. But they don't punish you for it. He lost to Mississippi State, Arkansas, They LSU, are giving him a ton of time based off recruiting rankings. Well, he's recruiting really good. Yeah. But apparently not good enough to have a big enough team to go to Jacksonville to play Wake Forest. And everybody's like, eh, it's all good. Is it possible that because that fan base, while it might be kind of weird and cultish, and that I'm being nice, they're also a really nice cult, and they're so nice that there's just not a lot of pressure? They gave Kevin Sumlin a lot of time. Now they're giving Jimbo what – because LSU wanted Jimbo, they're like, we'll give you anything you want. You know why? Because they've never actually freaking won. They don't have the blood in their mouth. They've never actually done it where so it's like is that the best job? If you pay me nine million dollars and say we want you to win, here's the difference. Now the end is going to be spectacular and awful whenever you are fired. But you're still getting paid. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, it's kind of like, what get me? You're going to throw a chair at me? Like, I walk in, you go, hey, you're out. Okay. You're paying me. Yeah, cool. All yeah, right. We owe you $57 Can I million. hug you before I leave? Yeah, we owe you $57 million. We're kind of hoping maybe you would say something nice on social media. That's the end? Okay. I mean, from what you just <clears throat> said to me, I now go, hey, that's the best job. Because Cause if Ryan Day has a bad season at Ohio State, they're talking about firing him. Yeah. Hell, if Nick Saban loses four games, there's a segment of that fan base that's going, you know, maybe it's maybe washed he's, up. Maybe he's too old. We appreciate him. But I mean, tell me the list again. Give me the schools. Yeah, sure. USC, Alabama. All right, hold on. Ohio State. They they expect they demand you to win. Miami. Um, I don't know. It's, it's that's, 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 a, that's a weird thing. Yeah. I don't know. James Franklin, Penn State. I'm kind of in the Texas A and M market here. Penn State's a. I, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they're paying him eight and a half million, and they're like, "Ah, oh, we can't." He won the Big Ten in year one. Yeah, I mean, he's not beating anybody in the Big Ten right now. They're playing in the Outback Bowl. They are as a two point favorite. Most everybody thinks they're going to lose. Yeah, Arkansas, right? Yeah, yeah. That's so. So count me in on list of good jobs. Clemson. That's a whole different deal. Okay, but what if Dabo is Dabo in trouble if he has another bad season? Probably I, not. I don't think he's in trouble, but I do think that Clemson is one of those schools that if you want to go into this alternate reality where we go whatever, 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 Clemson's kind of like maybe what Ole Miss or some of those teams could – like that's sort of the ceiling to that. But the point is it's so easy to kind of fall off that perch at some point too, to at least from that level, that – I don't know that he's in. He's not in trouble with one more bad season, but I do believe he is. I think that program falls that notch, mm-hmm. maybe permanently until you find a way to build it back up. I think okay. 
I think it goes back into that tier of nine and three suddenly if he has another bad year. Okay. Stanford, I, I don't even know how to quantify that. No, again, I, I, that's I think, such a different deal. I think David Shell's a really good coach. I mean, that's like saying, hey, if James Franklin won nine games a year at Vanderbilt, is he worth eight and a half million dollars? And you go, well, yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They're never winning a title, but look what everybody else does there. Yeah. And now look, Harbaugh won there too. He did. I mean, he had Andrew Luck, but he gets credit for it. Sure. Um, Jimbo. Part, part of it is recruiting players. Michigan State. That, that that's a train wreck. That is going to be an absolute freaking train wreck. They're going to fire him in like two years. I hope Mel Tucker never finds you in a dark alley somewhere. He would beat my ass. But well, he I would, mean, yeah, my money's uh, on Mel. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it's a train wreck. <laughs> that that was such a reactionary raise. In a way. Uh, well, that was. <laughs> they were worried about him going to LSU. And they yeah, paid well, him to not go to LSU. And there was a reason to worry. Yeah, I get it. The chancellor at LSU wanted to hire him. And maybe they've got enough money, they go, oh, the hell with it. Who cares? Okay, we'll just pay him and we'll, we'll move on and whatever. Yeah, sure. That's possible. Yeah, you can win there. The guy before him won there for a while. Yeah, Brian Kelly. Whatever. Woo. LSU, though, is not, to my point, yeah, no. at LSU, if, if Brian Kelly goes 7-5 and five next year, they're already going to be talking about this being a disaster. If Brian Kelly in year four... Even beats Alabama and Auburn and then loses to Arkansas, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and A&M. They go, whoa. They're oh, going to fire him. Yeah, whoa, 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 what was that? They're going to fire him. They're not going to give him a raise. Not going to be worried about him leaving. Uh, Marine Rebel, thanks for the super chat. He says, to answer the question from earlier, the pandemic won't end until new politicians are elected. I can't argue that. Good point. I mean, with Clemson's talent, nine and three in the ACC. Yeah, sure. Things didn't go well. No, absolutely not. As Grind points out, Wake and Pitt are in the title game. They didn't get the quarterback play that they thought they would get. They didn't get. That is kind of an interesting year when you look at it. I mean, take this all the way through. <clears throat> and and, and I'm, I'm undervaluing one of these teams, but just from a public perception standpoint. In the Power Five, we got title game participants. Pitt, Wake, mm-hmm. Utah, Baylor, and Oklahoma State. Yep. Five of the ten. Yep. It's fairly, fairly remarkable. Something you you typically would not yep. would not. For those see. that want parity, there's a there's a there's a conference level of parity there. Sure. You know, no SC, no Texas, no Oklahoma, no Clemson, no Miami, Florida State. You know, all the whatever. Yeah. But I mean, Clemson didn't fall off the map. No, that's fine. I mean, they're in the... They're playing Iowa State. It's actually a really good game. It is a good game. Yeah, that's what they're doing. When's that game? Mm, I don't know. 30th? I'm the running back for Iowa State's out, but that's all I really remember from that. Yeah, it's on the 29th. Wednesday, the 29th at 445. It is. The Cheez-It Bowl in Orlando. Okay. So four teams can congregate in Orlando this week. Oh, there's two Orlando games. Yeah, because they got the Citrus Bowl. Yeah. New Orleans had two bowls. The New Orleans Bowl still a thing. Did they play it? I don't know. Why, I, mean, I don't know. When is yeah, it? Yeah, remember that was earlier in the process. It was like the 17th or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. 
Podcast brought to you in part by Johnston Hill Creamery, johnstonhillcreamery.com, right there on White Oak Lane off Molly Bar in Oxford. Hope you took advantage of all their different holiday boxes they had. Phenomenal options there with uh, with that. And they make all their cheese in-house. It uses uh, brown dairy farm milk, local ingredients, and uh, and much more here with their add-on items, the uh, the pepper jelly, the spiced honey, and many more things. You also do a cheese class. If you've got a group of up to 12 you can uh, you can learn how to put things together. You can learn about the different cheeses and have a big time with a uh, a group of people. Six six two four one nine nine two zero one. Email cheese at johnsonhillcreamery dot com or just stop by and check them out. We are also brought to you by John Edwards Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. If you're already thinking about that summer vacation, I hope a lot of people are because I've gotten your emails. Get in touch with John. Uh, he'll give you, all you gotta do is give him some parameters, give him a budget. He's going to give you tons of options as much as you don't want to deal with, you know, vaccine regulations and all of that stuff. It is part of travel. Uh, John knows all of the details, whether you're looking in the Caribbean or Europe or whatever the case may be, he can take care of all of that for you. You can sit back and do nothing while he comes up with options for you. It's 901-494-3387 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. Also brought to you by OPA, Oxford's newest restaurant on the historic square, a delicious menu featuring gyros, wraps, kebabs, fresh redfish, lamb chops, and more. Uh, awesome bar serving your favorite handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, and amazing candlelit patio. 306 South Lamar, just south of the square courthouse uh, in Oxford. Also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. Whitney McNutt uh, of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors sponsors my weekly mailbag. She's serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. 662-567-2573-662-842-3844. Service specialist is recruiting both an executive director and a director of sales for a brand new independent living community in Oxford, seeking individuals with strong sales experience and or extensive managerial administration operations execution background. Senior living experience is preferred, but it's not required. Those of you that want to move to Oxford and lead the opening of a major business development with a successful company, this is your opportunity. Excellent pay and benefits. Uh, Referral fees are always given. Reach out to 662-832-5138 with interest. And we're brought to you by Alpha Specialties, 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. They're your trailer-specific professional. If you want to haul it, they can call it at Alpha. It's the premium trailer dealership in Mississippi, 601-932-9798, or check them out at alphaofms.com. And we're brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Uh, Their stylist hand-select pieces from top designers, from work to lifestyle to nightlife. There's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. Uh, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward and chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile uh, using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, 
healthier smile, 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. And make sure you don't miss the deadline for signing up for 2022 Youth Spring Soccer with the Oxford Park Commission. January the 2nd is the final day to register your children for the next season. If your children participated in the fall, they can return for just $25. All uh, new participants are uh, $50. Leagues are open for birth years 2018 to 2007. So go to OxfordParkCommission.com to register. Um, look at playoff picture to uh, tomorrow in the NFL. Actually, a pretty crazy kind of weekend from uh, from that. See my Bengals? My Bengals are rolling. Joe Burrow threw for 500-plus against the Ravens. Say what you want. That one's going to work out. Your Saints would love Joe Burrow right oh, now. Oh, God, dude. Joe, I would actually be interested in the playoff picture if Joe Burrow was the oof. quarterback. I got Ian Book starting tonight. I'm going to tell you, the Bengals offense, Burrow and Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Mixon and the big tight end, what's his name, uh, Chihuahua or something like that. Forgive me if you're listening. I can't pronounce your name. He's probably not. He's probably asleep. That offense is legit. That is a that is a, that is a bunch of weapons. Jamar Chase is a bad man, and T. Higgins is just a notch below him, and not a big notch. T. Higgins. T. Higgins makes plays, and Burrow believes in every one of those guys. You drop one, you're he, riding he the right horse right now with them instead of the Bears. Oh yeah, yeah, the Bears suck. Although they did win last night they in did. Seattle, they did. Yes, that is that is that is correct. Um, that was a fun game because the snow was falling and stuff. I did really enjoy, enjoy Ian Book's quote. They asked him, you know, something about starting or whatever, and he goes, "Well, I could count, and I knew I was the only one left." Did you see where they reached out to Drew Brees? Yeah, I, I, I followed Jeff Duncan's little thing on that. I get it, honestly, in a stupid way. It was one game to start because they got Simeon and Taysom Hill are both in COVID protocol. They're out for a game. Um, they should both be back next week. So it's. Ian Book and Mark Ingram running the Wildcat tonight. I don't know. Um, Who do they play tonight? The Dolphins. Oh, that's yeah. right. And I mean, frankly, if they're going to actually make, because you playoffs, were going to go to the game, perhaps. I was going to go to the game. Yeah, yeah. If if, if they were going to if they're going to make a run, they probably have to win this game tonight. They've got a pretty easy schedule coming home. But I was going to try to get a ticket and go to the game tonight. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. It just it's it's hard to when you know they can't win in the playoffs. It's hard to get overly invested. Sure. Like, maybe I'm spoiled, but it's like, okay. like What would, some, what would the playoff picture be right now? Um, Do you have it? Yeah, I had it up. I'm curious. In case we were going to talk about it. By the way, the line has moved to um, Ole Miss as a one-point favorite, by the okay. way. It's, it was pick them forever. Yeah, it's moved to Ole Miss at one now is, is where we are. All right, so playoff picture today in the NFL. By the way, to me, Ole Miss minus one is just – It's a lock. Yeah, I think they're winning. I do too. Uh, Kansas City and Tennessee, or sorry, there is no, there's only one bye. I apologize. I forget they've moved it. Kansas City would get the bye. They hammered Pittsburgh yesterday. Yeah. Um, They are 11 and Mm 4. And then your first round games today would be Tennessee um, hosting Baltimore. Okay. Um, Cincinnati is the three seed right Mm -hmm. now. They would be hosting the New England Patriots. Ooh. Yeah. In. Sign me up. (laughs) Because New England with Mac Jones is kind of like New England played Buffalo yesterday, and I watched a yeah. good bit of it. Buffalo kind of controlled it. Yeah, New England's yeah. just kind of there. 
Yeah. Buffalo was the better team. For sure. And then speaking of, they would uh, host the Indianapolis Colts today. Buffalo and the Colts? Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. I said this the other day. The Colts right now is one team I would not want to run into. They're physical. They can run the football, and they're pretty good on defense. That carries in the playoffs. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it, it's a cluster, though. You've got Baltimore at eight and seven. You also have the L.A. Chargers with a horrific loss yesterday at eight and seven, and then the Las Vegas Raiders at eight and seven too. Mm-hmm. And then you've got seven and sevens too. Like it's 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 a mess um, in the AFC for those spots. And then in the NFC, um, the Packers have a pretty firm hold on first place right now well, in the, the league. They're the best team. They're twelve and three. And then your playoff games. Uh, it depends on tonight's game. Um, Let's the, give the Saints a win. If the Saints win, they are the seventh. They are the seventh seed. They would get in. They would go to Dallas in the first round. Ooh. Cowboys, Saints. Hard to keep up in that one. I don't. I don't like the chances in the in, in Jerry World. Um, and then in the three six game, the L A Rams would host the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, that would be it'd be mm. a brawl yeah. right there. That would. The Rams are so interesting because Stafford can go brain dead. I mean, he had three picks yesterday. They completely dominated that game and had a punt return for a touchdown and still barely won the game. I mean, it was a, it was a mess for them yesterday. But they're eleven and four now. Um, they've taken advantage of the uh, the Cardinals just floundering at this point in the season. Tampa Bay has clinched the NFC South at this point. They would host the um, Arizona Cardinals in a first round game. So your first round games: Cowboys, Saints, or Eagles, um, Rams. 49ers, Bucks, Cardinals is your NFC game. I'd watch Bucks, Cardinals too. And then the Vikings are kind of lingering, but at the moment it's Eagles or Saints, okay. um, depending on tonight for uh, for that one. The Saints have weird steroids of tiebreakers because they beat Tampa Bay and they beat Green Bay, so they're sitting in a really interesting spot from a tiebreaker standpoint because of those wins. Um, but that is where it's uh, sitting. Dallas crushing Washington last night. Yeah. I don't know what the final was. I saw fifty six to seven. Ooh, yeah. you don't see that in the NFL much. No, no, no. Yeah, it was. Somebody mentioned was like, "Hey, have you watched this?" I'm like, "No, what's going on?" I was like, "Oh, that's going on." All right, I'm going to admit that I'm losing my man card here. Yeah, sure. But Laura's been wanting to start 1883, the show. Yeah, yeah. And sure. so I'm like, okay, finally, I'll, 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 I'll watch. I couldn't get through five minutes of that show. I haven't tried. Bows and arrows, guns, hanging people. I'm like, this is not for me. Not your thing. No. You got to give it a chance. Well, she got mad at me. She's like, well, it's, you know, I watched. How many episodes? I made it through five minutes of the first episode. I know, but how many are there? I, too damn many. Because there are some shows where it's like, hey, look, the three first three episodes kind of suck, but you got to get through them to get to. Okay. And that's hard. I did that once. Breaking Bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm the guy that wants to watch Family Guy. You, you, I mean. Easy television. Easy, yeah. Funny, light. I said, I'm going to have nightmares all night watching this. And I know it's super popular, like Yellowstone and all that stuff, but like, it's just it's just murder over and over and over and over. I don't, yeah, I've I don't not, really want to watch that. I've not watched anything on Paramount yet. I've not watched any Yellowstone. I tell you, the only thing we've turned on on Paramount was Carly Ann wanted to watch Clifford the Big Red Dog the other day. See, I like Clifford the Big Red yeah, Dog. That, that, That's <laughs> my speed. <laughs> that is what we <laughs> That's my speed. I mean, I always liked it. I mean, when the kids were little, we'd watch Dora the Explorer, and I'd be like, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm I in. see the appeal. Okay, yeah, I get it. Right. Oh, there's Swiper. Uh-oh. Yeah. I mean, you know, like that's that's about as much violence as I need. Swiper's going to swipe your stuff. 
unless you say swipe or no swiping, swipe or no swiping. And then he goes, oh, man, that means you, hey, you averted disaster. Last thing, kind of curious what your answer is. This is blowing up on Twitter over the course of the weekend. Somebody asked this because I had to think about mine. The question was, sports season that gives you the most joy of your life. Oh. But it can't be a championship. Okay. What do you got? I had to really think about this. So there'd be two for me. Okay. It'd be the 1984 Cubs. Which, what happened? They won the National League East, went to the National League Championship Series. It was Back then it was a best of five. Mm-hmm. And they won the first two games and then lost three in a row to San Diego. But that season, I was 14. That season, I'd started following the Cubs years before when mm-hmm. WGN. I was a Cub fan before WGN. And then WGN cemented it. And that season, it was just this perfect year. They had this young second baseman named Ryan Sandberg who had come up the year before. He won MVP and all that stuff that year. They had uh, Andre Dawson was on that team. I loved the Hawk. They had some of the former Dodgers. You know, I grew up in a time when if you wanted to watch Major League Baseball, you watched the NBC Game of the Week mm-hmm. and you watched Monday Night Baseball. And a lot of times Monday Night Baseball was the Dodgers or the Yankees. That's who it was. That's who you saw. And so they had Ron Say, who I'd seen as a Dodger all those years, and he's now the Cubs' third baseman. And I just liked that team. And um, they were fun. And so I'd watch them every day. And it was like a thing for me. And uh, so that was an enjoyable one. But the one that I think for me would be the 2015 Cubs. Okay. They uh, lose in the NLCS. Lost in the NLCS. They yeah. got swept by the Mets. Yeah. But they kind of came out of nowhere in the second half and played great, won 97 games. Um, beat the Cardinals. Beat the Cardinals. Beat the Pirates in that wild card game. I was actually in Chicago that night. The game was in Pittsburgh, but I was in Chicago that night because I was going to run the marathon. And they beat the Cardinals in that series, which was awesome. So it'd probably be that year. All those guys were young, and you thought the sky's the limit. They're going to be this way forever. The other one would probably be the year the Thunder went to the finals. That was a lot of fun to follow a team. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think about that one for you. Uh, it, it's one of two Saints seasons. They're two. Um, 2000, they won their first ever playoff game. The Saints had literally never won a playoff game before 2000. Um, they beat the um, <clears throat> the Rams when Oz Hakeem fumbled the ball and the whole deal. They had the big lead, almost blew it, ended mm-hmm. up winning the game. And then they, um, they got hammered by the Vikings the next week. But – that that one for sure, just to finally get the playoff win to to because it was Aaron Brooks and those guys like you didn't think it was going to be some run but they had a good year they did that and then oh six they they beat the Eagles lose to the Bears in an NFC title game but it's Breeze it's Peyton and it's the first time frankly since the Dome Patrol in the early nineties where you felt like they're building to something and well, it was actually coming I covered a lot of that team yeah. and I was in the Dome that night when they beat the Eagles yeah. And that is the loudest stadium I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. People talk about the stadium, the press box shook. Mm-hmm. Usually that's kind of hyperbole. That press box shook. Yeah. They beat them 27-24. Yes. Zeus had a good game. Jeff Garcia had a great game for the Eagles and damn yeah. near ruined the party. Yeah. And it was that, like the early in the game was when Bush got laid out on that swing pass. 
Yeah. They threw that, and he almost basically got decapitated. They end up winning the game, yeah, 27-24, and then just getting mauled by the Bears um, 39-14 the next week in the in the NFC title game, which you were at that game, too. Um, yeah. But it's one too. of those. Um, it sure as hell wasn't some of these recent ones. Um, that was the weird game to cover, too, because they they just did not have Rex enough. Grossman. They just did not have enough room in the press box for everybody, and so oh. they had this auxiliary press box, uh-huh. and which was just a room underneath the stadium. And I asked finally, I was like, so can I get out? And they were like, yeah, do whatever you want to do. What would you do? I was like, cool. So I got out and spent the, the game walking around the stadium. Like, oh, did you really? Kind of going to different sections and seeing different – and it got loud. What would you write? Wrote about Fred Thomas, if I remember correctly. Okay. Remember he got burned a couple of times in that game and was really super down, and that, that was a weird locker room. An NFL locker room, losing NFL locker room in a championship game is a different place. It was a it was a very somber. There's almost a, you understand your mortality as it goes to opportunities. Yeah, it was a very angry locker room. Oh, really? Yeah, they were people were angry at there was offense versus defense anger and vice versa. You could feel it in the room. They were never in the game, though. Well, they were for a while, and then it got away. When Reggie Bush made the play where he turned and waved at Erlocker, yeah, yeah, did the flip or whatever. They were in it. Soldier Field was quiet in that moment. Really good defensive Bears team. They were. Yeah. They ended up losing. But that was a good Saints team, and the weather impacted them some because it was. It was very windy that day. The, there was a, a front kind of blowing mm-hmm. in. It wasn't as cold as people thought it was going to be. And then I remember walking back to my hotel, and it was snowing. Yeah, Breeze was not very good that day, best I recall. Yeah, and no, he was not good. I was there on – Because I convinced myself all week they were in great because he was a Big Ten quarterback. That was my that was my spiel for the week. Was They sent me on Friday, and so I got there. They wanted me to do a story because I guess that was post-Katrina. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. And It was it – was, Two years after. I basically stumbled into a great story because I went into this bar in Chicago and I told them what I was working on. And people were like, you know what? I'm sick of hearing about Katrina. And they're like, I, I, I'm tired of it. I mean, I'm sorry, but I want to beat the Saints. I don't I don't, I don't, don't have the sympathy card. And I, and I got to lead with, you know, nobody's feeling sorry for New Orleans anymore. And the Bears, it was that as the Bears became obvious the Bears were going to win that game, that place got rowdy. So that as we're talking through it, it's that season. Because like I said, you're building and you gotta to realize too for the Saints fan, it was Katrina and then it was that weird ass season where they played half their games in Baton Rouge and half on the road or whatever it was they yeah. did. Yeah. Or San Antonio. San you think Antonio. they're gonna be the San Antonio Saints for a damn minute because of Tom Benson. Look kind of were. You get the NFL to rig the draft for you so you can take Reggie Bush. And then <laughs> I mean it, it all just kind of worked out there in a row. Saban doesn't end up with Breeze, the shoulder. I mean, it was. So what was in it for Houston to take Mario Williams? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because that's the problem with that conspiracy theory is Houston had to go, yeah, yeah, we'll take it. Sure. I mean, I, <laughs> I guess I got something. I, I, I'm just telling you, there's a lot of little weird things that week where I went. Yeah. I'm not a big conspiracy person, but I might believe in that one. I'm just, just saying. 
Uh, thanks to our buddy Webb Moore. He says, guys, I've been MIA between work, a house full of COVID, Christmas, and just life in general. Best to both of you. Thank you for such an amazing show that is not a bunch of fanboys. Peanuts on the way. Honey roasted. Okay, yeah, honey roasted. They think, are fantastic. I think they're the best. Yeah, they are. They are amazing. And he says, happy new year. Happy new year to you as well, Webb. Feel thanks free to plug much. them in the chat, Webb. If you Absolutely. Like send some links and different things. They are they are fantastic. Um, yeah, I think that's my answer as I'm as I'm going through it. I definitely do. Um, we've been on for an hour and 24 minutes, JM. So you're catching the very, very, very end here. We went normal time this morning. We will go normal time tomorrow as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll go normal through Thursday morning and then we'll figure out the rest of the week. I don't really know. And we'll see. You're not right. going down, right? No, not on the 30th for sure. Yeah, yeah. no, uh, we're good. Um, Because I, I read that wrong yesterday the more we talked through it. Because I, 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 I thought they were being even dumber yesterday and doing the 30th in person no. and the only the 28th, the 29th on There's whatever. There's nothing in and person then, until postgame. Yeah, right. Because we, we've been over that. Yeah, um, that's it. Yeah. Two players, coach, moving from there. So, there, I mean, so, there will be media who will go down today. And sit there and do the Zoom. And sit in their hotel rooms and do Zoom. Yes. And it's, it's insanity. There's no... There, Number one, I have a better internet connection here. Mm-hmm. I can do more for our subscribers and listeners and viewers than I can there. So when you take away the in-person, there's no reason to go. And I'll be honest, I'm kind of disappointed. I think I was looking forward to going. There was a really big fun of the entire week being normal. normal. That was being the where we just do the the normal press conferences in person and everything's cool. And yeah. Getting to walk around to a group of people and asking your own questions. I don't think people like, again, you're not in our world of what we do. Yeah. That is so missed right now that you could just go, hey, I'm going to walk up to you by myself and just ask you whatever the hell well, I want have to ask a, it's, you. Here's the difference. It's getting to have a yeah. conversation. On Zoom, it's a very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's It's very fragmented. Yeah. You raise your hand, you get called on. The flow is terrible. There is no flow. You ask a question, and every once in a while, you'll get to ask a follow-up. But usually you don't because they go to the next question. And I could be asking about something and then somebody else. And then if I can raise my hand again, and if I get called on again, I can come back and go, so, Lane, back to what we were talking about a minute ago, which is not only messed up my flow, but it messes up his thinking mm-hmm. or whoever I'm talking to. Yeah, it just it's 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 very frankly there was, there was going to be something pretty cool about being there yesterday, dealing with today, tomorrow, having days of it, kind of getting lost. And no, I was looking, I was I, 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 we were having the conversation on the board yesterday. I was talking to Pete, I guess, in the board. I was I think I was excited more than I thought I was about the return to normalcy. I viewed it as kind of a launching pad to normal, like our deal with Kermit today. Or tomorrow, Ole Miss opens SEC play in basketball on Wednesday against Florida. It's on Zoom. So are we going back to Zoom on everything now? What are we doing? And we, I, I think what – and I'm, I've been working on my 10 weekend thoughts year-end year edition, which is kind of long and laborious. If you remember back in the summer, we thought, hey, we're going to have normal. I'm going to go to all the games. I'm going to do all this stuff. And then – Delta came around, and it's, no, 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 we're locking down again. We're shutting down. Everything's on Zoom. No road access, nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, one more, the, the next time. And now it feels like, okay, well, now what's after this? 
Are we going back to that where all basketball's on Zoom? Or what are we doing? Because I'm not going to go to a basketball arena to cover a game to get on a Zoom call to talk to someone who's been in the same building with me for two hours. I'm just not. I'm, you know me. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Pragmatically, I don't think that way, and I just can't do it. So it's dumb. I'm going to drive to New Orleans, get into a hotel room, and get on Zoom calls. Mm-hmm. Just senseless. Yeah. But no, there'll be some to do it for damn sure. So. Uh, people have asked what we're doing with the show. The show's ready. Um, I'm, what I'm probably going to do is drop it one night this week. And it I think might, the 30th makes sense. Yeah, some people want Pete early because I had promised it early. I've okay. gotten that email a few times. So it might I might drop it tonight or tomorrow. I don't know. We'll see. I, it's it's good, though. Pete was really, really good, and, and um, all those guys were, frankly. Uh, all right. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, another edition of the podcast. We'll talk to you then as we uh, head toward January 1st. Hopefully no surprises today and the rest of the week. So appreciate you guys here. And what's probably the least uh, effective work week of the year, I would think, the, the week between Christmas and New Year's when people actually have to get in the I would office. think so. I think this is the one. So uh, hope all of you survive the, uh, the rest of the days. If you had to head into work today, maybe we helped out with that for a little while. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow.